Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that after name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 131. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, still coming to you live. Kind of? Live-like? Anyway, it's 8.27 p.m. Western Pacific Coast time here at TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Uh, this, uh, I guess you can call this the Christmas episode or the pre-New Year's Eve episode, however you want to look at it, post-Christmas, pre-New Year's Eve, um, and, uh, it was a pretty slow, slow week of activity, uh, LA is pretty slow, traffic is light, people out of town is great, shows are slow down for now, and, uh, we chilling, but we still got plenty of shit to talk about. So I think it has been more than enough ado. Let's get right into it. This nose is big as hell, man. Yo, dick small, cuz. I'm a child, nigga, a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Back in this bitch. Um, like I said, this was the Christmas episode. We did some Christmas exchanges at the at the weed job. It was great. Um, I'm not I'm not a real big shopper. Plus, I don't know these people. I don't spend time with these people or nothing like that. We did fill out a list, and uh, do uh, my the guy ended up picking the uh, coworker. I ended up picking. He made his wrist, his list real easy. He put uh, he didn't want nothing. Uh, he liked to eat, and his favorite place to shop was Nike. So, boom, Nike gift card. Let's go. But whoever picked me paid attention because I ended up getting 
well, not whoever ended up being one of the drivers. Shout out to the homie Kevin. He picked me and paid attention to my list, and I got two boxes of Cheerios, a Browns T-shirt that got stripes on the sleeve like a jersey, and a Five Guys, uh, a Five Guys gift card. So I said, I like burgers, weed, the Browns, and Cheerios, something like that. Either way, go nailed it. Boom, perfect. So that was fun doing uh, doing a little gift exchange. Uh, me and Jill didn't do Christmas gifts on the second year in a row because uh, it's just too much considering birthdays in November and January, Valentine's Day in February. December is the only month out of out of the four in a row that we could logically skip because like we don't be all in church all churchy so it ain't about that and as far as gift giving is concerned like I say got birthdays Thanksgiving uh, birthdays February and that's enough that's three opportunities to give gifts like December 25th we can relax we chill out on that but we did spend a lot of time smoking a lot of weed um, we call them sleep sticks because you smoke one, we going you going to sleep. Uh, that's just how it is when you're just sitting around watching TV and shit. We didn't do a lot of work. Uh, I don't think I seen her write. Maybe she spent 20, 30 minutes, maybe I think one time writing out of the three days that we was chilling. But no, nah, we was we was super chilling. I do do want to get back to some type of writing though, because. Uh, you know, just get back into it. You just you get loose, like everybody else in Hollywood. You just get loose, man. You get loose. Last couple weeks of December. Um, but yeah, it was cool, man. Watch some good movies. Watch the movie called X. If you ain't seen it, recommend that. Entertaining, very slashy horror. Um, pray for the devil. Pray with an E. Um. And we fell asleep on abandoned, but not because it was bad, but because sleep sticks. So um, I'll have to get out another shot. But so yeah, that was cool, man. Hope everybody had a good had a good weekend. Since it was Christmas was on the weekend, you ain't got to say holidays. You could just say good weekend. Um, speaking of Meldrick, since it's his Meldrick moment podcast. You know that we gotta use wraps to make true magic smokers use wraps. I mean, you can make a small blunt. I just don't recommend it. That's just too much paper. But anyway, um, but my guy had to. They switched up on him, and he and he didn't have any regular tobacco, which is crazy, because he say, "Oh, you gotta have the tobacco." Then he said it to make me kind of feel bad. Like, damn. I mean, I guess I do gotta have a tobacco if you're gonna put it like that. But it's just that, you know, that's what I've been smoking all these years. That's if you get accustomed to a certain flavor when you pull your weed. It's the same reason I don't like blunts. I don't know why. Everybody say, Oh, but can't you taste the weed better with joints? No. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I don't. It's like that 
the the the, the joint paper master weed or some shit crazy. I can't explain it. I can taste some motherfucker when I smoke my wrap anyway. So I'm like, fuck it, give me the herbal non-tobacco wraps. Fuck it. Maybe I can get the best out of both worlds. Maybe I can still, you know, get a blunt and and not be tobacco like paper. So I'm like, I'm winning on both ends, right? It was rough, y'all. Like, first of all, it did what I thought. It did the same thing with paper, do it kind of mass. The, the, the weed I couldn't really it was like I had COVID or something I was like wait a minute I can't really taste this weed I know I should be able to by the looks of this weed if you could see this weed you would say yes you should be yes you should be able to taste that no matter what but I'm telling you I didn't I didn't taste it in that shit like what the fuck is going on so I'm maybe it's just this you know my taste buds gotta get used to this new sensation this new flavor let me smoke another one another one I smoked eight of these blunts before I was like it's just not gonna it's just not gonna work so I had to go back and all he had at that point as far as regular tobacco blunts was mango flavored which I preferred naked because of the lack of flavor that's the whole point I want to just taste weed I don't want to taste flavor weed which don't get me wrong I used to be on that shit even when I first got out here when I first got out here I would buy OGKs and mangoes and uh, sour apples and all that shit then I was like but I don't really nah man this weed look at this weed that shit was in, that shit was for when I was in Cleveland smoking high class Reginald. Cause that weed I was smoking wasn't Reggie. Reggie is Reggie. That shit was Reginald Van Reginald Van Warren or some shit. And that was some fancy Reginald. The fourth. Reginald Van Warren the fourth. That's what I was smoking. So you still put a flavor wrap on that just to, you know whatever but out here it's like no I got used to this shit but then I had to get the mangoes just to get the tobacco flavoring right and sure enough just like that I could taste the weed again I'm like so fuck I, I guess I do need the tobacco to aid the weed that's crazy but hey man if I'm gonna smoke that's how I'm gonna smoke now when I smoke out of a bong or some shit okay, yeah, of course then yeah I taste the weed directly but I'm talking about Papers versus tobacco. But, um, moving on. Uh, speaking of bongs, I do want to get a new shoot for my. I want to smoke bong. Smoke bong this week. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was that was something. Found out that passive aggressiveness used to be considered a mental illness, which I get it, because back then, you know. Everybody else is just like, you know, saying how they feel and, you know, doing doing what they, you know, doing what they supposed to do. And then here come this guy all like, I mean, I, I, I wish, I wish the guys really wouldn't steal my horse. Like, God damn, man. Like, what the fuck, man? Is somebody stealing your horse? Like, yeah, I'm just saying. So they probably was like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And they thought it was like, 
some weird shit. So then I guess over time it was like, no, that dude was just scary. Ain't necessarily nothing wrong with his brain. That's funny, the shit that you probably can go back and look at once. You know, it's probably a whole section or articles on shit that used to be considered mental illnesses or whatever like that. You know what, Melmos, I might do that. I might research that shit based on that little small tidbit of information I learned. Because I just thought that was weird. Speaking of small information I learned, uh, Nostradamus, they say, first of all, I guess this ain't no news. But he wasn't really a psychic. He was just super duper, super duper vague, which is like most psychics and prophecies and astrology it is. But um, what I learned also was that they say he used to get like he used nutmeg as a hallucinogen. I didn't know. I mean, is this still a thing? Like, was it did was it wild nutmeg? Is it did they did they take the hallucinogen part out? Like, can you still just go to fucking Rouse Days if you're in Cleveland and just get some fucking nutmeg out the spice aisle and get fucked up? If just if so, like, how how is it still at fucking Rouse for three dollars or whatever? This just should be like sixty dollars. I don't know. They tripping. So I don't know. I'm just gonna assume that you still can't get high off of nutmeg because if you can, oh man. Y'all motherfuckers is doing fentanyl and all this other bullshit when you can just be getting off a seasoning. Man, y'all better fucking check it out or whatever the fuck. Uh, Yeah, man. That's I think that's about it. Cause uh, like I said, there's a lot of news to talk about, and I didn't really we didn't go nowhere. Fuck. Only. We went to the liquor store to the rap store all weekend. So, no parties or nothing. Sorry. Right, it'd be nice to go to a New Year's Eve thing. I think we got something planned for that. But other than that, what the fuck? All right. Let's do some news. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question. I, I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning uh, until today it's absolutely uh fantastic ryan you know I, i'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long and generally on those shows i'm inside so uh, this is a really long show tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier how do i get that uh, storm chaser 7 duty I, I feel like clint got the uh, better end of that deal you know that thing's heated um the outdoors currently is not heated well i'll tell you what ryan i've I've got good news and and i've got bad news the the good news is that i can still feel my face right now the bad news is i kind of wish i couldn't can i go back to my regular job i'm pretty sure ryan that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago it is just getting colder and colder live in waterloo 
for the last time this morning. Thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, News 7. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we start the news portion of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this portion is brought to you by Sports Drink and the good people over at the Preserved Pot Academy, where their aim is to show you how to get the most out of that bag. Lesson number one being, and the most important, do not throw those roaches away. Those are not cigarette butts. It is weed in there. You are throwing away weed. Don't do that. That's the first lesson. Shout out to the roaches and shout out to people lighting up half a Meldrix to continue doing before or after a task or activities. Alright, um, uh, it was a transgender lady who was said to be the first executed in, uh, I, I don't know, the, I don't know, I don't know the city. Can't think of the state, but it was the first of their kind, right? And so they was like, you know what? Mental illness. Last minute, right before it was time to hit the thing. It's like they went in jail as a as a regular man in 1983. Wasn't crazy, just angry and a killer. You know, piece of shit, killing prostitutes or whatever then decide that when it's time to die oh no I'm crazy look at me I'm a woman now ain't I crazy no you her them all three of y'all getting the fuck killed but you're only getting one last meal so y'all better pick something that all y'all like try to pull this crazy shit now just because mental illness. I know mental illness is the hot shit. That's what everybody, that's the shit now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mental illness. No. Shit don't work this time on death row. Um, a lady put on Facebook anybody got a gun for sale? Not in the marketplace. You know, just regular Facebook. It's her regular page. Anybody got a gun? So, of course, just like this always happens, you know, the end of this, police see it, pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I got a gun. What's happening? What you need? What you need? Better yet, I got a gun. And I do you want better. I do whatever you want me to do with this gun. Because I know what you need the gun for. And she was like, how much you talk? And he was like, Give me 2000 which is the first red flag right there. If there's a motherfucker willing to kill somebody over $2,000, number one, if they're not the police, what do you think they're going to do to you? If they're willing to kill a motherfucker over $2,000, that's the red flag number one. And number two, as the saying goes, you get what you pay for. So, if you go to the dollar store 
and buy jumper cables and apply them to your car and then electrocute you, the other motherfucker, and ruin both cars, you can't be mad because you got jumper cables from the dollar store. That's the equivalent of buying a gun and hiring a hitman on Facebook. That's in the same vein. That's if you shooting up that. That's the same dope. So she got caught. The biggest shit about that is she told the dude, "I'll pay you, but." They gotta be in payments, you know what I mean? I can't, I don't got $2,000 right now. I can give you like the first 500. No, see, that works. Only way that works is if you're giving somebody like the first 50,000 on 200,000 or some shit like that. But you can't give no, it don't, you can't give nobody 500 on 2,000 for a murder. Just, let's just say this motherfucker really is a murderer for the 2,000. He definitely need the whole 2,000. So I would, I would report you for that. For try, if I'm the hitman, you're going to jail either way because I'm calling the police on you for scam. This is a scammer. Arrest this hoe. And I only mean hoe when I'm talking about bad women with terrible intentions. You murderous, to be exact. Got a lady beating the shit out of a cashier at the gas station, which you know that's not normal. That's I mean that's not a big deal by itself. The added bonus is her 11 year old daughter was also beating the lady ass, and they said she was beating her ass. She started hitting her with the the, the bathroom key thing, and you know usually usually that's a big ass piece of wood like a a piece of a two by four or some shit like that. I bet not no more. I bet you they start putting keys on fucking stuffed animals, gas stations nationwide. After this fucking news came out, and if they didn't, if they didn't, somebody better tell them. That's a weapon. I know you thought it was a weapon for you, but no, no, that shit backfired. You're gonna get your ass beat one of these wood key keychains. Better put a fucking uh, what's that shit they used to hang off the fucking handlebars in the sixties? Little frilly shit. Put some of that shit on there. Put a rabbit's foot. Get hit in the head with a rabbit's foot. Y'all, y'all can both laugh. told y'all a couple weeks ago about maybe even last week about a dude trying to steal old man trying to steal computers because he's installed on the internet people's just stealing shit and he's probably figured why not which you can't blame him for that another motherfucker figured why not he heard about you know Walmart he probably read that Walmart got this stealing problem he probably he probably read shit Walmart losing 3 billion a year to theft he probably translated that as, oh shit, it's easy as fuck to steal out of Walmart. Which it probably is. 
hence the three billion dollars worth of debt. But all that go out the window on shot with a cop date, like this dumb motherfucker got caught stealing. Every other person in the motherfucking store is the police, and he's stealing. So he must be like one of these other motherfuckers. Matter of fact, I got an update. The next story is an update. Because I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is a challenge. These motherfuckers want to go to jail? Again. Again. These motherfuckers keep wanting to go to jail. Motherfucker robbed two banks. Only robbed... He robbed the second bank because then nobody he made it. The only reason he robbed the second bank because then nobody catch him after he robbed the first bank. And the only reason he didn't rob a third bank is because they caught him after he robbed the second bank. And why did he rob two banks? He was bored. He was bored. He was bored. So you know, you know he been watching jail videos on World Star. He said, she. Damn that bitch, they got Olympics. They making rap videos, TikToks. One motherfucker made a hibachi grill out of a fucking chair and a fucking some contraption shit. They got hibachi grill. Fuck it. If nothing else, jail is is adventurous. So go ahead, go ahead, be in that bitch. And another motherfucker at the bar. Getting drunk, like people at bars do. Come outside, see a police car, just chilling. Police car ain't dead shit. Police ain't even in the car. It's just a car. This motherfucker kick a bag of trash up under the car. Which, if he was stop right there, great prank, hilarious, hell, he hilarious. Everybody gets a laugh. We all go home. He want to set the motherfucking bag on fire and set the car on fire. And then, and then go back in the bar and tell the police, hey, I just set the car on fire. Just like that. So, like I say, I don't know if if it's that bad at home for motherfuckers. Because um, they say motherfuckers, some motherfuckers get married and they just want to be out the house. Maybe it's that. Uh, maybe do it on drugs. No, because that ain't going to help. You can get, you definitely can get drugs. Drugs in jail. I would just, I really can't, I don't have enough time on this podcast to try to figure out why people want to go to jail. Especially when you, you can just, at the very least, you can just get on the phone and scroll on TikTok and you will kill. You think you bored? Just scroll TikTok. Just scroll TikTok. You, I'm telling you, you will kill hours. You can just do that until you find, figure out something else to do. That's way better than going to jail. They even got reels. If you don't want to do TikTok, look at reels. Look at YouTube shorts. 
They're making it easy for you to just be on the phone all day. But you want to go to jail. But, hey, they got phones in jail too. So have a ball, my guys. Have a ball. Have balls. Have a bunch of balls. First, it wasn't no pun intended until I realized it was a pun. Then I intended it. Speaking of people stealing from Walmart, um, this lady tried to stop these two girls from stealing some shit. And I know you're probably thinking, but why? You know, she ain't security. She Her last name ain't Walton. She ain't getting no commission for, for putting the shit back on the rack. That You know, all that would be valid reasons to stop somebody from stealing. But... I guess she just felt like, you know, I saw the Apple tape. I, you know, I saw the video from the Apple store and y'all ain't about to, you know, y'all ain't about to do that shit on my watch. You know, some people like that. You know, you got, you know, company man ass motherfuckers or in this case, company woman, you know, die for the job ass motherfuckers. And this lady, she didn't die for the job, but she damn sure got whacked upside the head a whole bunch of times for the job. With, with a hanger well not a hanger cause a hanger unless it's metal and your last name's Slim you probably ain't gonna be able to do a lot of damage with a hanger but she hit this lady with a plastic hanger and those plastic hangers they hurt and she not only with a plastic hanger but with several bundles of plastic hangers one of anything you know, kind of hurt, depending on what it is. But a bundle of anything definitely hurt. And she broke two bundles of plastic hangers on this girl's head. And you could tell it hurt because she didn't get back up. Well, she ain't fall, but she didn't like, she didn't stand up straight. Like her head was down for a minute. Probably half embarrassment, like, shock realization like did, did she just beat the fuck out of me with hangers and then the, the other half pain but that shit was fucked up so I guess what I'm saying is um, if you work at Walmart and you know that they stealing because it made the news and everybody's stealing just let them steal they, they this is expected at this point don't get don't get hit in the head with a hanger or ironing board or a fucking, uh, I saw somebody get hit with a fucking, she hit that lady with, like a, the fuck, it was something big that they had in their hand, like a, 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 a mop bucket, some shit like that, but don't get hit, man, god damn. some shit that reminded me so this is this is some of the realest shit I ever seen um, it was an African dignitary dude and he was they was honoring him they was all type of motherfuckers at attention horns playing and shit music and you know, like motherfuckers like you know he the man you know it's, to, it's his day you know the old man dignitary type you know respected elder community leader type motherfucker you know one of these type of dude and he's standing there smiling and pissing 
and smiling and pissing and smiling and pissing and ain't react ain't moved ain't twitched ain't shook a leg ain't looked down ain't patted a patted a nut ain't ain't not ain't did nothing because he is oblivious to this piss running down his leg and if I hadn't seen this before in real life I would think that it was a sketch because the way the people reacting around them they obviously see the piss they see the piss and they are disturbed offended appalled disgusted shocked but he is just a pissing and smiling and I seen this this time of year this remind me it was a cold well it ain't cold where I'm at but it's cold somewhere it was a cold it was a cold winter day and I was I was getting gas and I saw this old man pumping gas and he was just pissing just pissing just pissing just pissing and smiling and I said man he don't have no idea either he don't know or don't give a fuck that he is pissing down his leg right now and at that moment my 20 something year old self was saying I cannot wait to get that old where I can just piss and smile no the ultimate no fucks given state of mind state of being and that's what I was saying with this guy so yeah they might have been they might have been just just taken aback but I was just round of applause I cannot wait 45 50 more however long however long it takes me to get to that a to that point oh my god that's gonna be beautiful but shout out to him I wish I should have got I should have got his name I don't know his name I should have got his name uh, now this is some conspiracy shit unproven shit some futuristic shit sort of like they doing with this AI shit like imagining shit but they got they imagining that uh, in the future they gonna have labs making babies right and my thing is if that's if that's the case then why the fuck is you overturning abortion and you gonna make the babies anyway what the fuck this shit is dumb as fuck. Just wait to just let these people have all the abortions they want. And then when you can make the babies, you can just make the just wait. Just wait the 10, 15 years, however long it's gonna take to make the babies. So what if you miss out on a generation of 15 year olds? Whatever. So by the time these would have been 15 year olds is 30. Y'all can have by the end we'd be making some new babies. Relax. Y'all fucking too excited. No. We need so many babies. We need more babies now. Fuck. No. Uh 
no no abortion no planned parenthood give throw away them condoms what you doing with them condoms we need babies ain't no S- we didn't cure it all we got a pill for every std that you can think of you can see how you can live with aids now you can, we can get, we can make it so that the aids ain't even in your system go ahead and herpes man man that shit that shit going that shit going come back you could be straight you got a whole support groups with herpes y'all better be out here busting these nuts we need babies all that shit for nothing when y'all planning on making them in the factory anyway impatient that's all this is so we 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 overturn Roe versus Wade because of impatience because motherfuckers is in a hurry I better wait till we get these factories up. Saw some motherfucker. This was the pettiest shit I've ever seen. He playing the claw game. And he lost the claw game. He all he he had just like the claw game is designed. The claw game is the Las Vegas of games. Of, 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 whatever the fuck you want to call those types of games. They are designed to take your money. You put your money in there nine times, 99.9999998 times out of 100. You ain't getting shit with that punk ass claw. And he know that. We know that. Everybody that didn't ever walk past and decided not to play know that. Everybody that did play that bullshit find out the hard way now know that. But for some reason, this motherfucker thought, I'm, I bet you I'll win. So he want to play the pinball game. He go to play the pinball game, and he didn't win the pinball game. So this motherfucker punched the pinball thing with his bare hands not kick it now if he would have kicked it it might not even been a news story but he punched it now this motherfucker is bleeding this motherfucker bleeding like an unusual amount of blood like it's not like it's not like he just scratched his, his you know he cut his the top of his hand on the way punching no no it, this motherfucker and cut some shit there's blood everywhere he got that stuffed animal though. So now this motherfucker about to go somewhere and bleed out. But I bet he got that stuffed animal. I don't know what he gonna plan on doing with it now. He hanging in his casket. And of course, you see that since this is a wide open pinball or claw game. Everybody's just walking up to it and taking shit out. So this motherfucker then bled out for everybody else to be able to enjoy the, the stuffed animals. And what? And they all grown people. There's, there's not one kid, not one kid in sight walk up and get none of these stuffed animals. So I, I don't know. Are they beanie babies or fur? I don't know what the fuck. But he wanted that bitch bad. I'm going. I'm. I'm willing to die over this stuffed animal in this twenty-five cent pinball machine.
So I do that sentence. He got some additional fraud shit, but what he was already in jail for fucked me up. He was in jail because this motherfucker was faking autopsies. He ran, they said he had ran a illegal autopsy scheme where he performed or non-performed to say actually 350 no less than 350 non-performed autopsies and I'm just trying to include they say he was there doing the autopsy for motherfucking oh man he was assisting somebody for a famous mother oh Mike Brown when Mike Brown got killed this motherfucker was there so I don't know how he what how did he get in this hustle what who was he hanging around where he saw the opportunity to say oh I can fake some autopsies for money and made a million dollars in like three years (laughs) doing fake autopsies and I just want to congratulate the scam they say like like some of these hustles are like how this is blowing my mind I can't even who was he hanging around do you know what type of homeboys and crowd you gotta run with to get in the autopsy game in the first place like to even know about autopsies and how to get paid doing an autopsy who your friends gotta be your interest so he done finagled his way into the autopsy world and is hustling fake autopsy just showing up and saying oh yeah this motherfucker he's showing up with motherfuckers with bullet holes and big ass knife wounds and shit and saying yeah it looked like he got stabbed this motherfucker good I can tell y'all that he got shot in the head. He died from a bullet wound to the one, two, three. He died from three bullet wounds to the head. And was getting away with this shit. So now, of course, he done ruined it for the next, you know, fake autopsy guy. They're going to be checking something. I know somehow, just like, you know, we can't go in the airport now and got to take your shoes off. Like, all that shit so now you know he had a genius hustle that that is a one of a kind hustle because there's nobody else gonna be able to do fake autopsies now I hate that he got exposed without being able to share the game not that it would have made his way to me I don't hang around the people who would have even got wind of his information but god damn maybe he did pass it down to somebody Maybe there's a motherfucker doing fake autopsies right now. Like, God damn it, Larry. Making this shit hot. And lastly, um, I saw that some monks had to get removed. They used the, the, the nice word, removed from the temple 
because they had dirty drug tests. And so, so, so many questions. Not, not, not the, not that I was wondering, you know, I wasn't surprised that monks are doing dope. Because think about it. I don't, I, you know, I, I mean, I was surprised kind of in the, in the point where I didn't ever think about that they was doing dope. But I wasn't surprised that they are doing dope. Because it's like, when you think about the essence of monking, they just stay, they just be quiet all day. Like, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know. I imagine, you know, at some point they take actual, they go to actual sleep and, and like, like lay down. But uh, for the most part, they got to sit there. And Mel Mons, don't get me wrong, I'm getting all of my monk knowledge from television and movies. But I, they got to sit there and just be quiet. I, I think they do some chants every now and then or some shit like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just sit there and kind of be quiet with the, like the oranges kind of like robe things. Uh, I think they know karate. Um, and they can just kind of sit there. So yeah, when you think about that, yeah, you, of course you would get high. If you're just sitting there all day, you ain't listening to your music, you ain't talking shit, you ain't getting no pussy, of course I'm gonna get high. I don't know what I don't know which kind of high they take to get that still to be that still. They're not doing uppers, that's for sure. But heavy indicas, you know, whatever the fuck, maybe shrooms. I don't know the shrooms. Do you be still on shrooms? You don't. You don't. We don't know. So my question is, who is just popping up at monasteries or whatever the fuck and just doing random drug tests to monks? And then I think. It just hit me. It just hit me. Speaking of Mike Brown, it was monks that came out to protest George Floyd. I remember. Monks and Amish. I remember that like it was yesterday. So maybe that got them on somebody's radar. They were like, wait a minute. If these motherfuckers is down here marching, they must, they must have heard some shit. So what else are they doing up there all on their own? Who ordered the drug test for the monks? Other monks? No, other monks don't know what the fuck they're doing. How they gonna know? Are they calling the other monks? No, ain't no phones and ain't no, ain't no. Ain't no the fuck so I don't know I just had questions but shout out to those monks man for living their best lives and and doing what they want to do like shit if I'm just gonna be a fucking I'm just y'all I'm being this bitch you know what I mean you don't get no visitors you know, no conjugals no fucking weekends off I just gotta be up in this bitch the fuck man, roll up motherfucker all right, do the rest of this.
Man, y'all see this man? Look, I'm recording time. this. Look, y'all see this shit real? I'm recording this. Hey, she come back to the kitchen. Hey, hey, yo. Get her. Get her. Hey. Yo. Hey, yo. Hey, don't put that order in. Hey, don't put that order in. That made my kids. Don't put that order in. Don't put that order in. That made my kids. For real, like, I'm about to give me my check. I want just my check with my, with my, with my, know what I'm saying? I want my check. Okay, don't put your kids on my bill. Them ain't my kids. Know what I'm saying? Them ain't my kids. Know what I'm saying? She's trying to put a bill on me. Them ain't my kids. Hell no, bro. She's trying to put a bill on me. This week on that time, staying in the Christmas spirit, uh, I remember one time my uncle Johnny, rest in peace, he had war. This was okay. This the backstory is, I had to move into my mama's house when me and the girl I was staying with at the time left from was it an apartment? Yeah, it was an apartment townhouse we were staying in. We kind of went. I ain't gonna say we went our separate ways, but we kind of did, cause she went to stay with her mama, and I went to go stay with my mama. But we didn't like break up, but we just stayed. And she would come over to my house all the time, and she would complain that I would never come over to her house, and I'd be like, because at your house we can't smoke and fuck and all that type of shit. So we would only go over to her house, her mama house, on like when her mama went out of town some shit like that or decided to stay at her boyfriend's house some shit like that anyway that's the, nothing to do with nothing that's just the backstory fast forward to now I'm staying with my grandmama I got all my shit at, at, at her house in the basement cause it's just a room that I'm sleeping in but all my shit I don't got in the room I just got like in the room it's just a bed like immediate shit I got like two pair of shoes maybe and some jackets and some shirts or whatever but the most of my shit is downstairs in bags boxes shoe boxes stacked up so this particular year on christmas we going over i can't remember why i guess we got invited to a christmas party like we used to with my grandmama my mama was still alive we get invited to stuff other people's throwing different stuff so we go and Johnny didn't get invited, so he making a big fuss out of shit about how he ain't invited. And I mean, no, and he ain't even ready to go no way. So I'm in the car, just waiting on him, car running. I'm probably heat playing. I'm probably just, you know, talking to my mama or somebody. Talking. I don't, ain't no telling. He just come get in the back seat, boom, get in the car. Uh, we driving, we driving, ain't paying no attention. We get to the place. I still ain't seeing. I still ain't really paying him no attention. We get over inside the house. Still ain't really paying him no attention. We in there for about 15, 20 minutes. Then I'm in the kitchen talking to whoever I was talking to. And I spot from the corner of my eye, Johnny wearing 
my olive black and olive with the red jumpman button in the back red jumpman on the side Jordan in the dead cold of winter Christmas time either be right before or right after Christmas well I don't even wear my tennis shoes in the winter time because I don't want to get them fucked up I don't I can't even imagine I do remember saying to him hey man let's go outside talk right quick he said talk about what man he tried to get smart I say talk about the fact that you got on my motherfucking shoes so we we need to go outside man cause inside the house was all type of people old wheelchair bound kids so I couldn't say what I wanted to say to him in front of these people for obvious reasons so we go outside and man when you talk about berate berate a motherfucker I remember E.T. and some of the other corner boys and street boys was outside and they were standing there watching me cussing them out and talking to them they were like damn you I know you was that cold. I know you was that heartless on them. Go ahead, man. I ain't fucking don't know why I fuck with you. Man, god damn. Because I basically made them take my shoes off right there in the spot. And I gave him, I said, I got some other shoes. Because I always had like work shoes and snow extra Tims, whatever, in the car or whatever for some reason. Like, I got some other shoes, but you're going to take them off. You're going to take them off right motherfucking now. Man, I was so fucking mad. Just even recalling this story. <laughs> but I remember it was Christmas. So, luckily for him, I did have them other shoes in the trunk. Because he, as mad as I was that night. And I had no qualms. He would have been either in that in that house barefoot or with socks on and everybody wondering you know maybe he took his shoes off at the door to be a gentleman or he would have just I don't know but he wasn't gonna have them shoes on I know that that time he wore my shoes to the Christmas party rest in peace Uncle Johnny I love you but that time he had to come up by my Jordans, man. This week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin said one of his workers is, you know, dealing with some turbulence at home. Marvin said one stripper got all her stuff in storage because she moving and she couldn't figure out which box she packed her strip stuff in and she didn't want to be late so she just came to work anyway thinking that they was going to you know give her something to wear and they did just not they didn't give her nothing to strip in they gave her one of those black and white security t-shirts and made her stand by the door she was sorry as fuck because she wasn't making stripper money but they said i think they paid her like hourly she made something
more raids. So like, when I see a dog, everybody else is like, oh, oh, that's a nice dog. When I see the dog, I'm like, how's the dog? How's the dog? I'm like, it's, it's a traumatic thing. I, I can't help it. I can't help it. Like, they sold a lot of drugs. Like, a lot of times you get up here and talk about doing cocaine. Ooh, I've never did cocaine. But I have eaten my fair share of cocaine. <laughs> and that's how you think. Not no food, you know, I have this false crap because I was selling it, wearing from the police, like in a rap video type of way. But in a, my father, but after he got done wearing cocaine, would say, hey, you just come lick this cocaine on this plate. Child abuse type of way. That is kind of fucked up, wow. I don't realize how, how bad it is until I say it out loud in front of people. Like, I realize that's more of a couch type conversation. But fuck, we're here now. I ate a lot of cocaine. I must have ate a quarter key of cocaine. Because that means just residue. But I licked a lot of Alright, Mel Mose, we made it to the end of another episode. I'm glad y'all stuck around. I hope it wasn't too long. Matter of fact, I think it was a little bit like two minutes shorter than than normal. So that's good. Uh, to my new Mel Mose, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you come back for more and become a regular Mel Mose like everybody else that's here. Um, share it. Tell somebody else about it. I'm not on YouTube. I don't have anything on YouTube yet. Maybe 2023. I'm gonna figure out how to how to get my audio and stuff on YouTube. Maybe even start putting some some visual on YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this podcast somewhere else. But um, that's more some shit me and the team can talk about off the mic. But um, before I let y'all get out of here, uh, uh, I hope y'all laughed. Hope y'all learned. And if you cried, then that's, hey, I must have said some ill shit. But uh, I'm going to let y'all go, man. Fuck it, man. I'm going to let y'all go. But before I do, you know, it's one more thing. <laughs> we, was, we was watching this video of a black, uh, a white guy going to get his haircut at a black barbershop. And he was talking about, like, he was doing it for his girl. She said she wanted to, you know, switch it up. And he was just trying something new. And hope you know, maybe she'll like it and all this shit. So, you know, of course, he get his hair cut. And it looked, you know, awesome and all this shit. And he all, you know, man, I'm, man, wait till my girl see this. He all smiling ear to ear. And, he, you know, he got a fade. You know, his face, beard done up. Like, you know, his shit is cut like never he could imagine he could never imagine right we watching and laughing and laughing and shit and it was like that could never work in reverse and I thought she meant a black guy going to a, a white barbershop which was interesting but doable no she meant a black girl going to a white hairdresser she said that'll never happen <laughs> I was like damn and I thought about it and I was like I try not to generalize but then you know 
the typical white hairdresser, no, we didn't we didn't counter, we didn't take into account um, southern whites that probably know how to do. But then again, I just I don't know. She, I don't want to be racy generalized generalization podcast guy, but I just try not to. I just try to picture even the most southern. Just, just the most, you know, outcast listening to Juicy J rapping, gold teeth having, corn roll braiding, white girl. Would a black girl let them do their hair? That's the question. It's not can a white girl. Does she have the skill? Will a black girl give that white girl a chance? I don't know. So that's, I don't know. I just thought that I, I just thought I mentioned that to my male modes. Take, take y'all a little bit, a little bit, a little peek on what we talk about off camera sometimes. I just thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, man. I think I think I'm done of talking for one podcast. This is the so-called holiday episode. A lot of people not even doing new episodes this week, so <clears throat> I, de- I definitely did enough talking <laughs> for, for tonight. So um, coming into the new year, I'm just gonna remind everybody again: count your blessings, man. Please, please, please count your blessings. It don't matter what you got or how much you don't think you got or whatever the fuck you got it now. And if you wake up tomorrow and any of that shit is gone, you gonna be mad as fuck. You better count them blessings, man. And by what I say, when I say any of that shit, what I mean is anything in the universe you can apply that to. I'm talking about you wake up and somebody that died that was alive yesterday. You wake up and a job is gone. Uh, um, the milk and got spilled by the roommate anything anything that wasn't like it was the night before you're gonna be mad as fuck so i'm just saying count your blessings man everything is a blessing everything you can see is a blessing i'm telling you I'm telling you motherfuckers all right number two do unto others man please treat people the way you want to be treated it's a really simple thing to do and you can see the results instantly you feel different when you treat somebody good feel good I'm using serenity prayer I like to remind people to do that if they think shit is overwhelming them and coming from each direction just use that serenity prayer man and figure shit out will it down to the most important shit that you can control and you know you'll be alright I don't take shit personal I gotta use this myself a lot Um, you don't know these motherfuckers like that. You only know these motherfuckers for a couple hours at a time in the daytime. You don't sleep with these motherfuckers. You don't wake up with these motherfuckers. Dick, you don't know if they getting phone calls saying that, yo, your dick ain't gonna get hard no more. Um, your pussy ain't gonna get wet no more. Like, we don't know what the fuck is going on with these people. So don't take shit personal. Um, enjoy the shit while you're doing it. Don't compare shit. Just really, really just enjoy the shit. Like, it's fun to like if a rapper got a new album and you want to be like well this album ain't as good as the last album well then listen to the last album just do the shit that is that is joyous don't compare because 
it takes away from the joyousness. Do the one thing, do that thing then. Don't compare, don't compare and complain. And lastly, man, get high, man. Smoke something. We call them Meldricks. They real small. Generally, you might need to use a wrap. But that's how you're going to get you a Meldrick, man. It's a little personal blunt. You don't give a fuck what somebody else got to say about your blunt. I'm getting high off of this. No, you can't hit it. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Until next week, um, be safe. Be careful. Go Browns. Week 16 QBP out right now. We out. Cleveland! This is for you!